Hey Coconuts, welcome back to another weekly market update where we scour the net to find worthy financial news for you. Our first story this week, ah, we all heard the news with Credit Suisse and Deutsche, um, or Deutsche rather, are they going under? We talk about it here, will it be another GFC? That's our first story. Second one, the pound falls to power with the dollar following Liz Truss's financial policies. Reggie takes us through that one, so love for you to hear that. And last but not least, a little something closer to home with regards to Singtel and Optus and a data breach. Looking forward. Stay tuned. Hey, Coconuts. Welcome back to Weekly Market Updates with me, Rakesh. And Anthony. And Reggie in the house. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Whoa, a while whoa, Reggie whoa, whoa. appeared. I, 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 I got summoned by your call. Yeah, the other day I was consuming one of the episodes. I like, wow, Reggie appeared. So I was like, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this week, too, too many. This week, too many things happening. So I have to be here. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, Anthony. I told you we talked about him last week, right? During yeah. the Porsche IPO. Yeah. No, <laughs> and then oh, suddenly, oh, you, boom! You mentioned China, China, China. <laughs> Reggie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but today, today they're China. Today they're much about China, okay? But, but yeah, the so something a lot. A lot nearly, yeah, nearly, 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 I wanted nearly. to talk about China. Really? What, wait, what do you want to talk about? What do you right. want to talk about? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, cement falling. <laughs> I'm not very good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. People going bankrupt. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. Many, many other things to talk about. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. It is. It has been quite a um. Busy week, I would say. <laughs> Newsworthy week. After last week, <laughs> we'll we were complaining nothing it. besides Mangrove. I know. <laughs> they gave us something Absolutely. to talk about this week. Uh, and they delivered, they delivered. Um, so, Coconuts, we got three stories for you this week. First, we're going to start off with a little bit on Credit Suisse and Deutsche, right? Is there an incoming GFC? Question mark. Number two, Reg is going to bring us through the pound and Liz Trust. He has a few anecdotes there. I think a few stories, a few insights. Love to hear from him as usual. And last but not least, Anthony, our Singapore guy. What are you talking about? Uh? Singtel. Well, of the, that's what, that's, that's why it's the last story. Yeah. <laughs> but the second story, <laughs> drop off, yeah, it's fine, right? The last story. Doesn't matter. Then everybody going to sleep. Let me put you to sleep. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Let's kick things off, folks. First story, Credit Suisse and Deutsche, right? Very quiet, huh? You all yeah, heard yeah, about it's this? Everywhere, it's everywhere, it's everywhere. So, yes, yes. Well, let me talk about it. My goodness. Yeah. No, true, true. Yeah, you yeah, might yeah. be under a rock I mean, somewhere. I mean, I mean. Smaller, right? So maybe under a rock in my garden, right? So planting that. Like, hey, wait, wait, go Credit Suisse. I don't what happening, right? So yeah, maybe, maybe, right? <laughs> All right. So what I understand, right, and what we what the news, if you guys have been have been listening, was the fact that there are rumors that Credit Suisse and Deutsche ha- need oh. some sort of capital injection. Injection. Yeah. Um, they are the ones that, from what we understand, credit default swaps have skyrocketed. Stock price has tanked. Now that's a clear indicator to know that something is up with the market. Something is up with these stocks completely. And let's just say the rumor will. Doesn't take a lot to to turn line. It's it's been turning for a few days now. <laughs> that, that's kind of an understatement, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, what to the point that Twitter was coming through, Anthony? Um, 
take us through. Something happened on Twitter and then the t- post got de- tweet, uh, deleted. Oh, yeah. No, so I think the, the, the news first came out on Friday. I think that this Australian journalist just tweeted, oh, you know, rumors coming down the line. It has to be an Australian, uh, guys. And, it, it has to be yeah. an Australian. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why, why he has news. Yeah, on, on exactly. Europe, like right? whoa, <laughs> whoa, guys, under the rock, bro. News coming down guys, the line. Guys, under the rock. Say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's on the other side of the world. Yeah, yeah. Literally. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, you know, international investment bank on the brink of going under, mm. right? And then and then people started guessing mm. in Deutsche or credit. Not anything out of Australia is quite international, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on, let's be real. If you can think about it. Right, right. But it's okay. Please continue. Please continue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So so his tweet. So so that was his tweet. Um then the whole rumor thing started. A lot of hot takes which are not that good, um, I guess. And yeah, no and his tweet has since been deleted, so nobody really knows what has happened. But yeah, it's that's just how it all started. Yeah. I mean, to the point where the CEO actually came out, CEO actually came out to say that, yes, hey, you know what? I don't know what, what's happening with the market. I don't know what's happening, all this, but we have strong capital base. And he had to say that outright that, hey, don't listen. We actually have it going. However, and of course, I do believe. Further, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So assuring. And if I'm not yes. mistaken, Lehman Brothers C Suite said the so same assuring. thing back then, right? So. <laughs> but what's the reality, actually? Like, like is, are they fundamentally actually that good? You know, um, yeah, what, what's going on with these guys? You want to take this, right? Uh, sure. So, exactly. So, I think the fact that. Um, you know, in all fairness, I think Credit Suisse and, and Deutsche has been facing some issues for the past few years, um, since 08, actually, right? Um, I don't know if you've heard, but Deutsche had to be bailed out by the by the German government uh, in the early 2010s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I'm not surprised to see where it is now. The raise of the, the hike of the interest rate is definitely affecting it as well. Um, I do see it as a form of you know, regardless whether they say they got liquidity, it's it's still not Maybe enough in my opinion. Right? Um, Don't be surprised. The fall is quite crazy. The volatility, the just the drastic actually, that's quite, quite a good one. Yes, and I, I um, I mean, I shouldn't be doing this. Not not speculating. Not saying what you know. But I do know some people that uh, were telling me like, yeah, the option spread on Deutsche is a bit messy. <laughs> So, so yeah, hey, uh, please. This one don't don't become viral. Uh, but but yes, yes, yes. But but it, it's it's. No. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I won't be surprised. Mm, I think that's a fair thing. I mean, we try not to speculate here, which is why I didn't want to say it. But um, absolutely, that could be that could be a way forward, right? Um, Anthony, anything to add here? Do you think margin call anything like that? No, I mean, well, Deutsche is is the shit show, right? In 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 mild terms of of all the investment yeah. banks. <laughs> I said it nicely, Anthony. I said it nicely. It's been the shit show for years. And then you, no, like, and then you must. No, like, like, that, that's the problem, right? They they have been a problem bank for the last decade. Yeah, they've been no? horrible. Um, yes. investment bank. It's been crap. Yes. You know, they, they are. They have gone through hiring, firing, restructuring. They're carrying the bag, bro. And, and that extends. <laughs> They're carrying the bag, essentially. No, no, no. Sorry, yeah. Credit Suisse <laughs> is the one carrying okay. the bag, right? You look at Archegos, Archegos, <laughs> and and that whole debacle last year and the margin call. I mean, Goldman, you know, liquidated very quickly. Don't, rich contract, whatever. Don't care. I take my money first. Credit Suisse go, oh yeah, you know, guys, let's come and talk it out. Then everybody say, okay, okay. Then behind selling, <laughs> then they're down. Literally, they're the back holder, right? Of, of all these um, st- stocks and, and options from, from Archigo. So, you know, th- these are both banks that have had big losses over Issues. the last year or so, right? Which kind of means that uh, they, they haven't been super profitable, um, they have been going downhill. Price has been going down. 
bond and general market, right? So, so yeah, bad business performance, agree. But that's about it, lah. You know, are, are they really going bankrupt? Is is that really? Does that really mean GFC is upon us? Number two is upon us. I think that's a very different story. Agreed, but I mean, it could lead to you know consumer inconfidence, if that's even a word, actually. I mean, um, if, if, if you want to... <laughs> I don't even think no, that's but, a word. But what, what, what's, what, what's, the, what's the consequence of yeah, that? Yeah, what's the right? repercussion you know, yeah, effect, I mean, right? I mean, okay, there must fine. be the rolling, you know, for it to be the whole GFC, right, essentially. Yeah, right. and and I mean, they, they have kind of, if you trust their finances, <laughs> I guess no reason not to. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. You know, uh, they, 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 uh, no, look, uh, if, if you are saying that financial statements are worthless, then why are we doing investing, yeah, right? Yeah. All financial no, statements No, 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 but I, I, I think, I think the, the, the idea here is I don't think it's the next GFC because the impact is not like, yeah. it, it's not compounded. I mean, um, to in all fairness, uh, if there was any GFC, it would probably be the Chinese property market. Right, but it looks like it's consuming. <laughs> it's, that, that, that is already in yeah, a GFC. Yeah. He brought up China yeah, again. Yeah, he brought yeah. up China. No, no, he brought up is, China. But the thing is, <laughs> even that is being digested relatively well within the financial markets. Mm. Right, because, because these things happen, you know, it's... Um, GFC happens because the mm. digestion, everyone in digestion. So everyone was puking, right, together. And the whole thing just like kumbaya collapsed. Yeah. Right, so when, when I think when we look at it today, um, yeah lah, don't touch Deutsche, don't touch Credit Suisse. I think <laughs> that's the base idea. But whether or not will it really expand into like a huge thing, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure. Lah. But I don't see a... I don't see a causality or narrative that will lead to that. No, even if it does, even if they are so important, yeah. right? Because they are they are designated as you know, globally Primary systemically dealer, important blah, blah, banks. Blah, yeah. Mm. yeah, at the end of the day, this is a crisis. This will be a crisis like the last one. We know what to do, mm. right? You know, it's like you, you study just before the exam, the question come out exactly what you just studied. <laughs> of course, you know what to do and you and then you get it right. You know, so... You mean I those, I those five that pages you, that you studied? Yeah, yeah those, those five pages that you just read before you went into the exam hall, right? It's the same thing. Whereas what happened 20, 30, 40 years ago, people lose the lessons, you know, society has changed and, and that makes it a bit harder to resolve as a regulator. But this kind of problem, you know, mm. it just happened 10, 15 years ago where all our, you know, current powerful people cut their teeth on it. No reason why the same playbook can't work. Yeah, I think, um, Reggie, I'd love to hear from you as well, right? So you don't believe it's going to delete compound. Yeah, I mean, let's, I mean, that let's, way. let's be very clear um, about this, right? The previous financial crisis um, is really quite a cesspool of all these complex derivatives that are kind of like built upon each other. And then the base thing collapsed, everything mm. collapsed, right? So, um, but but yes. in today, they they try la. I mean, I I do know that you know some of the CDOs and all that has been like repackaged. There's different names now flooding the market in a yes. different mortgage structure. So all those things mm-hmm. are still happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, once something that bad happens, right? Regulators clamp down pretty hard. You know, and uh, the financial guys they will they be a bit more hush hush la, not as well. So generally, it's not as I don't think the kind of impact will be as big. It rarely happens on the same thing again, right? Uh, usually it rhymes, yeah, but you know, it, it doesn't really. It's not the same, lah. So I don't, <laughs> I don't really think that works, and I, I don't see the kind of chain effect on that. And if you trust the U.S. regulators, uh, which in the financial world I think broadly you can trust the U.S. regulators because that is this is like their bread and butter, right? They make a lot of money out of this, right? So they have to make sure mm. they are very incentivized to make sure the system works. So if you trust uh, their review, you know, um, and all the kind of things that they've put in over the years post-financial uh, crisis, uh, then, yeah, broadly speaking, the financial system is pretty healthy 
Got it. Cool. So coming back to uh, coconuts out there, right? That is probably looking at this and, don't and trust worried Australians, about it. La. Don't trust um, Australians. Anthony... <laughs> and the wrong cannot trust Australian tweets. I cannot. Guys were barefoot on the MRT, you know? Right? Have you guys not seen like barefooted white guys on the MRT? And then I'm that's, like... That's north. I'm like... I'm north like, bro, east. That one's north Australian. East. Queensland, yeah, Queensland. Queensland. Whatever. Shout out to you. <laughs> right? But, <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> but don't trust. Don't trust Australian tweets, okay? <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Now that we have clearly demarcated where we don't want to be heard, let's yes. continue. We're gonna get some cancel. Jesus Christ. Jeez. All right. Next time y'all don't want to ask me on the show. Cool. Already. So we we don't. <laughs> I'm trying to get. Okay. Wait. All right, so we don't believe it's going to compound. We don't believe it will affect um, drastically the, the whole market. Therefore, if you are invested in it, don't worry too much. Is effectively the, who, who, who the, the message you want to send across. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's, it's listed in Switzerland. Right? It's, it's, and the is listed in Germany. It like, none of us actually touch these markets. <laughs> No. No. Fair point. Fair point. Yes, That's yes. True. Who, who is who is in them? If you're in them, please. I mean, a, a lot of people own DBS or yeah, CBC. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, but if you know any of our listeners really own these shares, please yeah. tell us. I don't know. You may have some swaps and some derivatives. Yeah, yeah. We want to know more with, with the local banks. I don't know, right? But yeah, reality is if you if you own it, then let us know. <laughs> you're quite cool, uh. You're quite cool. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah. And by you, yeah. Tell me, educate me why you're in Credit Suisse, <laughs> why you're in Deutsche Bank, right? So tell me, tell me, yes. <laughs> yeah. Why do you go so far awesome. to my banks? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and of all places, right? Of all places, Germany, right? But anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I think that's a, that's a really lively opener. <laughs> Thanks for that, folks. <laughs> Reg, uh, let's let's go ahead with list trust. You know, move a little northwest yeah, of Germany. Is, let's move which straight to, be to, fair, to England. It's not any much greater. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the pound <laughs> falls to par against the dollar with list trust financial policies. At least this is what the headlines out there are trying to tell you. I mm. believe there's a little bit more to it, but the general yes. idea here is uh, mainstream media is trying to say that because of list trust financial policies, which are essentially uh, what we will call Reaganomics or you know even Thatchernomics, right? Because Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan did the same thing by doing big tax cuts uh, for corporates and for the wealthy mm. hoping for the trickle down effect i think for our listeners maybe you've heard of this thing already trickle down economics where yeah you essentially give the rich people more money to spend lah, and hoping that they will spend but it's been proven does not work <laughs> been proven does not work especially in uh, the uk where there's a lot of um, where there's a lack of capital controls and a lot of free movement of capital um, and you see that kind of arbitrage with the US dollar. I am not surprised why money moved out of the UK in such a quick fashion. But I was actually quite shocked with how the market reacted because uh, I would believe that as a very old financial power, uh, yeah, it, it is a thing, right? People people are kind of used to these policies and uh, on some level, they sing praise mm. to these policies. They go around and they preach these policies all over the world, right? So I, while I'm not, totally shocked why money moved out because I have the logical understanding of how these things kind of work from a causality standpoint. I was pretty wowed by the kind of huge collapse across the all the markets, whether it's equity, whether it's pound to US dollar, whether it's like their, their debt, it's all down. Mm. Anybody has any thoughts on this? Anthony? This is 
this is one of those things that's very weird, right? It, it feels like a market correcting itself and then recorrected. So, mm. I mean, if you look at a weekly chart of, you know, USD pound, actually nothing has changed. Mm. Or nothing much has changed, you know. But but if you look at oh, over the last six days, it's really gone down a lot and then went up again. Mm. So, so yeah, it's... it's I, I think what, what was interesting about this is that markets reacted so quickly. They they, they announced a the plan. They mm. announced, you know, the... the a mini budget in a sense because it's not official budget then poof bro, flat quickly, conversations yes. disappeared and, and everybody sold out of it which is like hooray mm. um, time to go London for holiday mm, margin because calls at the end of the day it's <laughs> you right so yes um, yeah no, and, and I think that, that's kind of the and you know, we, we, it's kind of like the Credit Suisse or Deutsche thing. It's, it's always this sort of reflexivity in the market, right? There's this bad news comes out. People just dumb, 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 dumb. Then there's lack of liquidity. Dumb even faster, dumb even harder. Ta-da! You know, you have a crash. And then you, you see the headlines the next day. Oh, everybody pauses in again, right? But And then something happens and then it recovers. So it's kind mm. of a sign of the times. I, I, I take it more than, um, I mean, any underlying economics lesson whatever yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not super interested yeah. but it, it's it's a sign of the times in the sense that there's so much volatility there's so much fear everybody is looking for something to break right mm. because of interest rate hikes because of pessimism mm. and that's just leading to all these you know mm-hmm. crazy market moves yeah and I would I would I would take the opportunity to say that I think that is kind of how the commodity prices are moving also nothing to do with fundamentals you know nothing to do with demand supply it's like oil prices come down you think what supply increase or mm. demand reduce nothing it's really like new cycle momentum financial capital come in right the momentum pushes up everything and everybody kumbaya for a while eventually mm. you know there's nobody to hold the bag and yes. everything comes down right so it's not about demand supply okay I, I, I know it's a bit of a tangent but shout out to all of you uh, whoever used demand supply to tell you about these kind of things uh, tell them uh, Newton does not stand in quantum realm okay <laughs> it's like, Within the quantum physics realm, no, <laughs> Newtonian <laughs> ideas don't stand. So it's the same idea. Macro and micro is different, right? So I, I don't think that's a, that's a way to really look at the, the commodity markets. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, random rent. Yeah, I, I think for, for, for all of that, that there's just this dislocation between the financial markets and the actual markets, mm. right? Mm. How the price that you look at on, yes. on Bloomberg or in Yahoo Finance mm. is really just what the market thinks the price mm. should be. But that's very different from how, you know, the, the actual supply demand and an equilibrium price that we, we, you would like to draw in, in, you know, micro or macro 101. Mm. Micro that's only cool. works for coffee shop, uncle. Yeah. Just saying these days. Really, it's uh, uncle, you buy from them. <laughs> micro. Yeah, Rakesh, thoughts? Yeah, um, for me, it's, I think Anthony hit the nail on the head, right? That was what I was thinking as well. And you've been seeing it since March-ish. With the even with the company, even with the company figures, right? When they go in and they announce quarterly results, even if they sell past expectation, but they have reduced that just a little bit, reduce of, of um, expectation over the next few quarters, the whole stock just slumps. Um, and I think that really correlates to bad news, right? They're just looking for this sort of bad news, and you can see this volatility in the market. So I see that with uh, Credit Suisse, with that small <laughs> tweet from an Australian, which clearly we don't have any more listeners. And then we, we uh, usually have fifty Australian right downloads. Into, into uh, I think no more already. This fifty gone already. No more. Gone five, already. right? Shout out to all you gone, five gone, Australian gone, listeners gone. tuning in every week. We still love you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think that's that's really where it is, right? And it's one small thing. And because it's so easy for us to move money now, it's honestly it's on the go. I could be on a train waiting for a lift, and I'm moving, mm. and I'm moving money, right? So 
for me, that that is the issue. I don't think it's going to get any better. I think the whole climate in general has to has to effectively get a bit better in order for us to even mm. stop seeing this but, volatility. But I do think I do think from a uh, go ahead, Anthony. Go. I was going to say that volatility can be your friend, right? Because that just means that there's more, you know, oversold mm. conditions and, and more overbought conditions. So I, I think it, it maybe needs a, a bit of a change in, in mindset or change in mm. approach. In a sense that you can't just buy and, you know, hold for three years or five years. You have to be a bit yeah. more tactical. You have to go and learn how to do draw squeaky lines on the chart. Yeah, um, yeah do, do mm. a, like trade the little swings, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's just a different style. That that's that's all there is to it. Yeah, yeah, fair. But I I wanted to kind of expound a little bit. Although it sounds like it is all momentum, it is correlation, it is the market reacting. Let's be clear, okay. The fundamentals of the pound has weakened um, ever since they exited, right? From Brexit, they they left the single market. Brexit. Um, they were the financial hub of Europe for a long period of time, right? So they were the place where people put money uh, mm. to weather off uh, all these kind of movement in in in. Pretty much because the euro has a lot of other people that uh, have default risk, right? But the pound doesn't, right? Generally, because it's one one guy, right? So, um, and yes. a lot of a lot of people actually put money in London with the pound to to be a regional hub for mm. euro. But once it exited the single market, this thing no longer valid. Right, uh, there was a period of time. I think not a lot of news coverage, uh, unless you read very deep into business news. Uh, there was a lot of movement to Luxembourg, right, to the Netherlands, right, uh, reinforcing the Switzerland's uh, position as the financial hub of Europe, right. So there's there's that part. The fundamentals of the pound has weakened and continues to weaken, um, along with the euro. I think uh, let's be real, right. World War Three sounds like it's increasingly possible. Um, I mean, we shouldn't cheer yes. for World War Three because everybody will gonna. Uh, but you know, if there was anything, it looks like yeah, it will be within the European region once again, right? So for as an investor, it's like yeah. very clear already. How, how how much how much more unclear? How much more clarity you need? If let's say there's a big war, it will be here, right? With the with the you know with the <laughs> Nord Stream and all that. So the fundamentals within the region, both underpinning yes. the euro and the pound, has gotten really weak. Uh, in recent times and looks like it will continue to weaken right German industry is essentially no more already you 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 have this kind of energy crisis for another year you try no more no more manufacturing no more higher manufacturing in Europe everything will move right so it, it it's gonna be a very struggling area you know for for a while at least from a from a more mm-hmm. fundamentalist view of this situation uh, I, I don't think the pound and the euro will bounce back although we talk about momentum reverse to mean all these kind of things right um it may come back a little bit, but underlying this whole thing, I think the forces are just dragging it down, down, down. Yeah, well said. I think that was um, quite a good summary, Reggie. We should have you here more often. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's Europe. Yeah, it, <laughs> there we go. It, it, it's, it's Europe in long-term structural <laughs> decline, right? I think, I think that's that's a problem. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I don't know. And we don't have enough time to, to go into it. But I, I don't think it's that clear i mean i, I know it's, it's lots of headwinds now nobody really knows whether they can get through winter i mean the, the mm. politicians need to put a positive spin on it mm. but nobody really yes. knows right but at the end of the day you know it's not that difficult to destroy entire industries i'm um, short of a hot war mm. um so so and you know it's, it's not that difficult as well to destroy know-how and, and knowledge and, and all of that that's accumulated o- over the past decades. So, yeah, mm. we'll see. I think, you know, that there's definitely things that Europe 
is good at generally as a whole. And and I don't think that, you know, it's it's as I mean, okay, I think it's uninvestable because it's just going to be crazy. It's too messy. Years, but yes, yes, it's uninvestable. Yeah. yeah, it's too yes. messy. Yeah. It, yeah, too messy. Yeah, it, if people talk about China uninvestable, um Europe is another one, right? I think Europe um, is more uninvestable, guys. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I yeah, feel like China I completely China, agree China, with I you know, on this. One. You know, but when I look at Europe, I was like, Europe is way worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you say that um, until and, one and day China invades Taiwan. Uh, <laughs> then you are a sanctioned person. Uh, even no, no, even then he will say yeah, it's I more investable. It's, I think it's very different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's very different. Yes, yes. Uh, let, let's let's see how many US warships are gonna go there and, and collapse uh, because they are entering into a line of fire. It's very different. Uh, but yeah, we're not we're not going there. Uh. We're not a war yeah, yeah. show. We're not we're not doing no, that. No, no. Yeah, we're not. We politics, also not politics. We don't want yeah. war. Okay, uh, peaceful reunification. Tell the Americans but to get I out. I think. <laughs> So yeah, yes, yes. hey, let's be clear. Let's, yes, let's yes. be clear. We love you. We love you, Australians. Clear, okay? Don't yeah. you guys think is the Americans disturbing the Taiwan US, the Taiwan China thing? No, mm. look. I, I think at the end of the day, you you look at Russia Ukraine, you look mm. at all of these things. The one winner from all this is the US, right? exactly. And you know the strength yeah. of the US dollar. Mm. Like like exactly. Asia, oh, okay, we are we are profiting a bit. Not exactly. really. Um, the the gas people, the oil people. Yeah. Okay, fine. They are profiting quite a lot. The, the mm. coal. Aussies as well with coal, but the, the big <laughs> mm. winner from all this tension is really the US. Yeah, it's, US. it's in their business, yeah. right? So let's be very clear. I, I think, yeah. I think between the US China, they they uh, you, between US uh, between China and Taiwan, they want peace, right? It's, it's not like how the West frame it, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't go there, like, no. Please continue, please continue. <laughs> no, yes. no, no. But and actually, on we lose coming back to the point, yeah, yeah. like five listeners I know. in Europe and. Yeah. <laughs> Coming, coming, coming back to the point of um of, of what Anthony said, right? And and Reggie, you did as well with regards to Europe and and losing out industries and so on and so forth. We have actually seen it in Australia, right? This is recent, right? Where the manufacturing industry has effectively vacated Australia. Ford car manufacturing, Ford Holden, which is actually under Opel, um, huh? What brand? Used to be that massive amount of ah huh? other what brand? Yeah, yeah, very Holden. funny. Like, huh? What yeah, brand? Yeah. <laughs> Holden Opel Exactly 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 It's like It's like uh, Perdua right Ford. And uh, Proton right Only locally Locally use right? doesn't, doesn't Doesn't leave The local market Yes <laughs> um, Anyways Yeah We've seen that Literally in what Six years They've closed up That shop Moved across These people Who have been training For God knows how long had no longer have jobs, structuring unemployment, needed to go through retraining. All of these things effectively are lost. So if that can happen in the recent past, happening it to, to, to Germany is, is is a reality. And you can you can right? even argue um, that that is all because of the sanctions of China. Right? Because Australia tried to do some shit against mm. them and uh, China did and they were one of the biggest importers of almost everything from Australia. Right. And that's what we- yes. that's what Australia Absolutely. managed to weather through 08 financial crisis. They had no crisis for 20 over years, right? Be- yeah, no, no issues no because issues. they were all riding no on China's, China's growth and you know, they're just kind of like happily doing their thing and not wearing shoes on MRT. You know? <laughs> so it's it's great, you know. But but yeah, I think Yeah, they are not all bogans. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, don't don't cancel, don't cancel. This don't cancel. guy. Yeah, yes, yes. But yeah, I think that's uh, that's that's the idea, right? And uh, yeah, I I think exactly like what Anthony was expounding, right? Like how some of these things it may look very small, very small moves. Whether is it from one government to another government, or whether is it a currency collapse of one thing, or even a lack of energy supply, 
but it shifts the whole supply chain, shifts the whole manufacturing line. It can it can collapse a lot more, you know, in the midterm to the long term. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for that anecdote as well, uh, Reg. Let's move on to our third and local Finally. story. Uh, be, was be, it local? Be, before before I say that, I must say that my prediction last week was correct. We went down and then we went up, <laughs> right? Third time in a row. <laughs> hey, this guy's on a roll. Yes. And it'll, it'll go up for this week, <laughs> I think. Oh, oh now you are for Hey, we going there? Yeah, are color. we really going there? Hey, guys, guys, guys. Every week, I... Every week I give a I give a prediction where I'll be wrong. Right? We are going up this week. Hey bro, like that Chinese New Year, like Chinese New Year we do like special series, man. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was correct, so I must say, right? Next week I won't say anymore because I'll be wrong. Sure. Um but yeah, sing sing tell and optus. Right? So um it's it's one of those things where, where you don't know the, the impact of and, and so you, you can be a bit worried if you're a Singtel shareholder. Essentially, um, if you don't know, they, they own the subsidiary called Optus in Australia, which is, I think, the third largest telco in Australia. So so not small, right? Mm. Um, and Optus suffered a data breach, I think, last week, two weeks ago. Um, apparently, about 10 million um, people data points and, and ID documents got accessed. And you think about it, 10 million is mm. you know, more than the, the population of Singapore, right? It's, it's like 30, 40% of the population yeah. of Australia. Double. So that is insane. Right? That, that's just a lot of people. And, you know, yeah. then Australia is asking for details. Singtel goes, I don't know, I can't give you, I'm trying to find out. So so it's, it's not only that there's been a data breach, you don't <laughs> actually, it's still two weeks down the line, don't know where the breach has occurred and, and what has actually been lost. And and so, and if you don't know that, obviously mm. you can't remediate, right? So this is, uh, well, Good a, plan. a fun situation all around. <laughs> I, I don't do, know, do you blame the Aussies or the Singaporeans? I mean, I mean, do you remember Sing Health? I was like, <laughs> hey, hey, whoa, oh, don't, Yeah, don't, Sing Health. Don't, oh, 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 don't get up off my, no, wow, no, relax, wow, relax. Wow, no, 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 wow, I, I think, wow. I think the, the difference is that Sing Health, you, you kind of lost a, a like people access info, but they didn't access your IC numbers mm. um, or your passport details and all mm. that. This one they did, oh, right? So literally shit. Optus was stop, restoring your full passport details shit. and your, your and because in, in Australia to sign up, you need like 100 points of ID, right? Mm. So that's uh, your passport, your yes. birth cert, sometimes your health information and that's, Apparently, address, at least the, the well. yeah home address, you know. So so apparently, all that has been accessed. Um, I mean, they they are trying to determine exactly how many, but that's insane. And the the Australian Parliament came out and said this this is terrible. You know, um, Optus has agreed to repay or to compensate all affected users who change their passport. Wow. So if you multiply multiply, that comes up to five hundred plus million. Mm. How much is to change passport in Australia? Um, it's like two hundred dollars. Yeah, that's up. And then you multiply people. that by millions of people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 10, 10 oh, million. Suddenly all the Australians yeah. borrowing. Uh, maybe not all 10 million, maybe like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just <so> like. Huh? <laughs> and Sigtel, and I mean, it's, it's a big company, right? But the, the total profit yeah. like last year was like 5 billion or something. So this is. If, if this does come to pass, you know, not, not even including other fines and all that, it's already what, 10% of their profit a year? 10%. This is crazy, right? Mm. <laughs> um, it's it's not. Yeah, don't know how it'll end, but 
doesn't look promising at all. Not cool, not cool. But but uh, just for clarification's sake, like, are people still invested in Singtel? I mean, like, do people still own? I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure like, they were. Like, like, yeah, hey, yeah. Not, yeah. not everybody only saying... owns tech, okay? No, 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 no. no I, I know no. there's two of you here, but hey, 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 hey! I heard relax, that, Jeff. I heard relax, that, Jeff. Okay, <laughs> but just, just for clarity, just for clarity's sake, right? What's the play with Singtel? Like, like, okay. So what I know is, um, no. So I, what I know is Singtel. Is, is locally it's already kind of like pretty much a monopoly right so they've been going on a buying spree across the region for a long period of time right and they, they acquire pretty mm. much all the major telcos number one or number two all around the region are under them mm. as a subsidiary right and they've been trying to expand into a high value business whether is it you know um, cloud whether is it like platforms which are everything they acquire all collapse <laughs> So all the all yep. the consumer brands that they acquire collapse, mm. you know the kind of digital marketing platforms that they acquire collapse, all fail, right? So, so it's like, what what, what is the play here with, with Singtel? I mean, hey, they, you you don't want them to sponsor you, one, is, is it? it? Oh, okay, okay. Actually, Singtel, right? I know you got I got new digital bank. I don't bank. understand I know you sometimes. got new digital bank, right? So a new venture, you can, you can sponsor us, okay? This guy. Hey guys. You must be loyal to your listeners, <laughs> uh, right? So, so and, and, I mean, but, hey, wait, 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 I don't know what to say already. Uh, can I cancel? Okay, can okay. Let me tell you the, the hey, you, you think you come here can cancel the uh, show. Okay, okay, but you're well. everybody. <laughs> la. um, but, <laughs> now my turn to get cancelled. Yes, but, you yes. know, let, let's, let's, yeah, yeah. I think the, the, the historical bouquet for Singtel is, look, you know, it's a monopoly, um, pretty much, as you said, good strong dividend yields four five six percent right so and yeah, they have exactly and it's but it's not a read they have a chance to expand and grow their business and if they can keep mm. that up you are going to have a, a very very strong compounder over many many years that the problem as always <laughs> is that they have failed Many, they have not executed many well times. All. Yes, yes. Oh, no. Many they times, right? They they, I think when, still, when when they when they bought Optus, Optus were number two in in uh, oligopolistic mm. market. Now they're number three. That that shows you how bad it is, right? Yes. Um, they had yeah. like you yeah. know they they sold like services to to companies, enterprise companies. They had cybersecurity for mm. a while. They had they have they have attack. You know, so so they have not done. It, it's like the opposite of the middle touch. Right? Um, everything that they, they touch just I mean, that's not turn to go. They untouch um, it. And, 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 that's, and that's the problem, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And, you know, with, with a lot of these type of companies, you go, okay, now I change management, you know. Mm. We, we change the thought. We will lead a cultural change. We will revive the company. It's a turnaround story. Um, and then they and then they parachute mm, in a no, general. And, eh, la, eh? It hasn't worked yet. <laughs> la. Maybe the next one it will. <laughs> Hey, don't get can- yeah, don't yeah, get yeah, the show a- cancelled, please, Anthony. Jeez, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I'm like the yeah. only serious one here. Say things nicely. Show, uh, yeah. Please, please, please take, take it, take it. <laughs> uh, Singtel, in all fairness, right, is is quite a boomer stock. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's true. <laughs> right, you go in there, you got a dividend yield, which is quite decent with a possible upside. But even all after all these failures, it's still giving out. What three, four, five percent dividend yields? So it's actually no, but, but not that, that too bad. Imagine the if they actually strike gold, because their dividend yield was always higher than their free cash flow. So you every time you look yeah. at it, I go, okay, good, <laughs> strong dividends. True. How are they going to sustain it? You, yeah. you can't. Then, yeah, and, you know, from and it's like your your screen immediately you know crossed off. I I don't know why people still buy it, but 
people have tended to tell me to buy it because oh yeah, you know, in Singtel, they'll never die. No, they'll, don't think like that, please. Yeah, strong dividends. Yes, yes. But I mean, yes, they, but they'll never that's die. That's why I also you, say you it's lose, a boomer stock. Uh. You, you lose 70% <laughs> is also very painful. Uh. You just don't lose 100%. Yeah, yeah. And, from a, and from a business perspective, yes. they carry the heaviest capex in, in the business, right? The infrastructure is very yes. heavy. Yep. Uh, they And okay, to be clear, some of the more successful businesses that they bought and still own are all in the same space, telecoms, right? So all very heavy capex, you know, and uh, yeah, like what Anthony said, right? If, mm. if they are paying dividend more than free cash flow, then where's the money coming from? Debt or equity release right so how, how is this going to be sustainable mm. it's, it's, it just doesn't work right? it's just okay wait sorry sorry I, I, I shouldn't I shouldn't go yeah. go further down uh, but, but okay maybe the digital bank will work <laughs> yeah, if yeah. they advertise more advertise on new platforms on like us. podcasts yes like podcasts uh, right we yes. can you know, like plug here <laughs> right. please sign up yes very well good, said very yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but just saying right I think Rakesh okay, <sighs> last little thing for you I really think Singtel is a boomer stock you can ask people how did they get this stock right so, oh I queue up law, at the POSB <laughs> office my last time when they first released I queue up there then they give me law. right so uh, I, I buy, buy IPO days it's like okay bro if you buy during those days good on you you know but for everyone else it's okay we wait for Singtel sponsor us okay <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it's good for them though I think the flat has been even for the last 17 years 15 years mm, sorry Google Google Finance only yeah. goes well. Yahoo Finance only goes 2005 and it was the same price then yeah, yeah. so 17 years zero <laughs> price movement. yeah opportunity cost is horrid huh? but yeah. yeah it is what it yeah, is you got dividends in between um, so not that bad <laughs> no okay but let's be yeah. clear the broad the broad STI market has been moving laterally or within a band for a long 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 time Okay, but it's the outperformer this yes. year, right? Uh, uh, amidst, uh, yes, because everything has gone down more. <laughs> exactly, everything has gone everything down. Everything has gone, gone down, down exactly, more, yeah. It's got nothing to do with nothing with us. us. <laughs> we don't manage the SGX, right? But okay, SGX, you want to sponsor us? We're so happy, <laughs> la, huh? yeah, clearly, I come on the show to try to find sponsors, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah, clearly, clearly the reason. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you kids wrecked havoc in this episode uh <laughs> thank you so much coconuts for listening hope you uh you know took some took some notes out of the noise uh we can't wait to see you again next week we'll see you then All bye. Right, bye thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me rakesh and trust that you learned something today if you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter join our community telegram group or follow us on social media we also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered to sign up please click the description below as always we love your feedback so share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com thanks and stay safe